Welcome to the Health Up Podcast. On my podcast, I share everything I know on how to be the best and healthiest version of yourself, focusing on nutrition and fitness. Hello and welcome back to the Health Up Podcast. I'm Carly, your host. And as always, very excited to be back with a new episode. And today, I think like this episode is kind of different than what I've been recently uploading because these past few weeks, my podcasts have mainly been around like about self-improvement and how to be more productive or like how to achieve your goals and stuff. But today, I specifically want to talk about this topic which I'll talk about in a second, because before we start, as always, I want to do a little life update, even though today it's not quite a life update, because, I don't know, I've decided to stop these, and instead I want to do two highs and two lows of my week. It literally, like, almost every single podcast I listen to, they do this, and I think it's awesome, like, just reflecting on your week, and at the same time, kind of giving you guys a life update just the perfect combination so from now on I will be doing two highs and two lows in every single episode and if you want to do the same no even though you're probably going to listen to this on a Wednesday which means it's just half of the week but you can still do two highs and two lows of like your midweek I guess but if you want to like write down two highs and two lows too I definitely encourage you to do that So, let's start with the first high of this week. I think it is that I was able to... mm, No, I actually don't know. I think my first high would be... mm, I guess that... No, yeah, that I was able to, like, get used to my new routine. I think that is my first high because this week, um, well, at my school, we're starting in-person school again, which means that it's like a certain group goes to school and another group stays at home, but still does like classes via Zoom. And I don't know, it's so complicated to explain and it's actually like a super complex system which I don't really want to get into in this episode in this episode but I was able to like get used to the new routine and just thrive out of that routine because I definitely have a lot less homework a lot less of assignments to do during the week which is awesome I have way more time for myself which as I said is awesome and incredible and I feel my best and I've actually been feeling a lot better than I have these past two weeks so I guess that's the first high. My second high could be that... I don't know. I guess that... Yeah, maybe that I was able to work out every single day. I had my normal workout on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. No, actually today is Friday and I'm still like, I want to work out in the afternoon and it's 11 a.m. right now. So I guess that will be it, like that I got a lot of movement in and I was able to move my body in the ways I love. 
not only by working out almost every single day, but also I've been going on my daily walks, which have been feeling awesome lately because the sun has been coming. And like walks with a clear sky, zero clouds and full on sun is literally the best feeling ever. So I guess that's another high. Then we can do two lows. So I think my first low would be that I definitely did not go to sleep at a perfect timing. Like I normally have like a certain time I want to go to sleep because when I'm in bed, I like to read one hour before I actually fell asleep. But these past few days, I've been really obsessed with um, Teen Wolf on Netflix. And I don't know, I just couldn't stop watching. So I ended up watching literally to like a lot later than I normally want to or that I normally watch a series. Because I've been just really obsessed. Oh my god, sorry. The book is falling down. Yeah, hopefully the book <laughs> doesn't fall down again. But um, yeah, I've been just obsessed with these series and I literally can't stop watching it. So I've been going to bed a lot later, which I do not like because not only I tend to fall asleep a lot later too, but I do have to wake up quite early. But also that by watching more Netflix, I take some time away of my reading time. Because I do want to specifically fall asleep at, a, at that certain time. So I kind of, yeah, take away some of my reading time, which I hate doing because I absolutely love reading. So that's kind of a low that I've been really just watching way too much Netflix lately. Also in between classes because I'm really obsessed with this show right now. Like when it's a good show, I get obsessed and I can't stop watching it until... I reached like the season before the last season and then I just randomly stop because I get bored but that's I guess the first low then my second low would be that I don't know I guess no actually I don't think I have another low or maybe yes that yes in classes like now that a certain group is in like in-person school and the other group is via Zoom in the class, it's like super difficult to manage for the teachers because for example, if they ask something and we have to raise our hands, like it's way too complicated to first of all, I like, look at a screen where the people are which are at home and then like the actual people who are at school. So it's like, I think the teachers are literally sort of overwhelmed with that. But that also gives me like an anxious feeling because I'm literally raising my hand and I want to say something, but the teachers don't pick me. And I hate that because I want to say something. I like, I really want to say this, but the teachers are just not picking me because they're literally picking the other students which are in person at school. And I hate that. And that makes me so anxious because I know that if I don't say anything in class, they will give me a bad grade. And I also don't want a bad grade. So that is just kind of what is making me anxious. And I don't know how it's going to be next week because next week I'm going to in-person school. So I hope that the teachers pick me there like more often. But that's just how I've been feeling like super anxious about this because I know that I will be getting a bad grade and I don't want a bad grade. I really don't. And I know that I'm a good student. 
so yeah, that's that has been kind of making me having yeah making this anxious creating this anxiousness inside of me, and I really want to work on that too because it is just a feeling which I shouldn't have. So yeah, those are my two highs and lows of this week. So now I guess let's get into today's episode. As I said, I talked about this or I've talked like a bit about this topic in two other episodes. Specifically, today will be about protein. I know that I made a like episode on the best vegan protein sources and also like macros, but today I kind of want to add some more information to that because as always, I like to read a lot, I like to listen to other like informational podcasts and get new knowledge in me. So that is just what I've been doing and I will be talking about a few things I've been learning lately. And also I'm doing my um like my certification for a fitness trainer. So I've been learning a lot on that too. And yes, yeah, so what will be what will be today's topic is as I said protein I'm gonna talk about which are the best protein sources but I'm not gonna like specifically touch on that because as you know I have a whole episode on that already on this podcast and also like how to know which protein source is the best and how to get more protein into your diet and lastly I kind of want to discuss the topic of like high protein foods or like yeah just foods which are like packaged and like so sold as like high protein yeah I don't know I don't really know if you're like getting what I'm what I'm trying to say but you will probably understand it when we reach that part of the podcast episode so yeah that's just kind of what we will be discussing today so definitely make sure to share this episode with everyone you love Leave a quick review, review, sorry, and rating on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. That would really help me out. And lastly, if you want to see more of my everyday life, make sure to check out my socials. I have Instagram and TikTok and both are at Carly underscore underscore fit. So yeah, hope you enjoy and let's just get started. So before I get into the protein sources or like the best protein sources and how to know which one's the best, I do want to go back to talk about some basics about protein because you probably already know what a protein is and what it's what it's important for, but still I think knowing how it's built up and everything like more on the biological side is also quite interesting to know. So I'll be talking about this in this intro or a little segment here. So first of all, we have that protein is made out of building blocks called amino acids. There are about 20 different amino acids which can link together in different combinations to create an amino acid chain. And that would be a protein. A protein is not just one simple amino acid. No, it's a huge, well, not that big chain of amino acids. Yeah like different combinations, different like different amino acids together make a certain protein. And as I said, there can be different combinations and each combination makes another type of protein. Protein is also crucial for our body, crucial for our health. We need them, our bodies need proteins because first of all, 
it's one of our energy sources outside of carbs or fats and it also creates like parts of our bodies such as muscle bone or other compounds like enzymes or hormones so it's just crucial for us then we have that out of these 20 different amino acids there are nine which our bodies cannot make can't produce those are called the essential amino acids and because our bodies can't make them we need to get them from an outside source most of the times this comes in form of food and in our nutrition and the rest of like these 20 different amino acids which would be 11 are ones which our body can actually produce can make and these are just called these are just called i think those were the non-essential amino acids so we have essential ones and non-essential ones nine essential ones which we need to get from an outside source 11 essential amino acids which we can make and those amino acids linked together in different combinations make an amino acid chain and that amino acid chain is a protein i hope that was explained well enough so that you now have a clear or better idea of what a protein is well now that we have a bit of background about protein i do want to talk about like how to distinguish a quote-unquote good protein source from a quote-unquote bad one i do want to say that i don't really think that labeling a protein source as good or bad is what we need like we don't have to label a protein source as bad and not ever have them because i do think that each and every food has their own thing like every food has important nutrients for us so like labeling a good protein source and a bad protein source not having that quote-unquote bad protein source like why would we do that so instead i just look at it as protein like not good or not bad but i think that that's just everyone's decision and yeah like let's just start so as i probably said in the beginning i won't be like listing off the best protein sources because i do have a whole episode on that so if you just want to know about the best protein sources more specifically about the best plant-based protein sources definitely make sure to scroll back and listen to that episode but after you listen to this one but yeah let's get started like as we know we have 20 amino acids and there are protein sources or foods which contain all these 20 amino acids those would be called complete proteins because they have 20 from 20 which means they're literally 100 percent and have all the amino acids which our bodies need most of the times these can be found in like animal based foods such as meat like fish chicken turkey i have no idea dairy and eggs those would be the animal based foods but luckily there are also like two outstanding plant-based protein sources which are i think almost complete like soy products tempeh tofu soy milk soy yogurt everything that's made out of soy is also like i pretty sure believe that it's also like one like that it contains all 20 amino acids i'm not sure on that but i know that they are also called complete proteins and quinoa but i think now we know that quinoa is literally probably one of the best foods 
because it has so many nutrients, like not only protein, carbs, and everything, but quinoa is probably one of the best foods on earth. <laughs> but yeah, those would be the complete proteins, which contain all 20 amino acids. And then we have the incomplete proteins, which have amino acids in them, obviously, because they're probably a protein source, but they don't have all 20 amino acids. As I said, those those would be called incomplete proteins because they are missing on certain amino acids. Most of the times, this is the case of like different plant-based foods, different plant-based protein options, such as beans, lentils, nuts, and whole grains. These, most of the times, are protein sources, probably also good ones, but do not contain all 20 amino acids to be called complete proteins, you know? So that's why I do think like mixing different protein sources is always the best option so that you get from so that you get the best from each food. And that has also a name. So when incomplete proteins are combined with complete proteins, which means they have all twin amino acids, they are called complementary proteins because you have the ones who have who are like who are missing on certain amino acids and then you have the ones which are literally with all 20 amino acids complementary proteins and that is also what what i like to do and what i would recommend doing like when you are making your meal make sure to have two different like sources of protein it doesn't have to be like a crazy source of protein like you don't have to mix for example like beans with chicken i don't know you can for example do whole grain rice with chicken whole grain rice also has a certain amount of protein and then you have your chicken as i don't know like a like the main protein source you know so just combining everything or like tofu and beans there are so many options of combining these and yeah that would be it like combine them to get the best out of each food to get the best proteins into you and also just to be able to get all the different macronutrients or like micronutrients like into your body and like yeah in your nutrition so that would be how to know which ones are better and which ones are like not the best but i do want to say as i said that you don't have to be labeling proteins as good or bad literally just eat your protein and that is it yeah then let's now go a bit more into like how to get more protein into your diet how to add more protein into your everyday life because it is true that most of us like if we don't really know about nutrition if we don't really care about nutrition don't get enough protein in and it's not only important for our muscle as literally everyone knows but as i said it's like crucial for certain parts of our bodies like our bones hormones and way more so what you can do is for example these are some of my tips and some some of the things I really like to do when it comes to getting more protein into my diet so first of all we have substitute certain foods if you are for example eating something which is not really protein rich most of the times there is a pro I mean a a source or like an option which is higher in protein. For example, 
the first thing I thought of was pasta. Pasta is most of the times just made out of any kind of grain, which does have a bit of like, yeah, it does have a bit of protein in it, but it's like not so much. And if you do want to increase your protein in your diet, you can substitute like normal pasta with, for example, red lentil pasta, chickpea pasta, or pea pasta. Most of the times, these literally have like, not even twice, like four times or like five times what the normal pasta has on protein. So I do think that this is always the best option. Sadly, here where I live, well, you can't really find red, red lentil pasta, for example, or like chickpea pasta or any kind of higher in protein rich pasta because it's just not very common here. But there are like some of these options, but they're very expensive and I am not ready to pay that much just for pasta, you know? So what I like to do is just choose whole grain pasta, which is kind of better than the normal pasta. But yeah, another option would be bread. Like if you are eating quote unquote normal bread, if I'm talking about normal, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like the normal pasta, normal bread, for example. You know what I mean, yeah? But for example, with bread, what I really used to do or like like to do is to get like a high protein bread, like when I was back in Germany, there was this option of getting like protein bread, which had like eight grams of protein per slice, which is a lot. Like for me, it was a lot. So that could be maybe an option if you really like having bread, like getting a high protein bread is always good. And if, for example, you want to bake something instead of using regular flour, you can also choose like almond flour or like oat flour. I really like working with oat flour, even though it's like not that high in protein, it does have a lot more protein than normal flour does. So that will be my first tip point to just substitute certain foods, which can be substituted with a higher in protein option. My second tip would be to add nuts and seeds to to your meals or like almost every single meal. I... I am personally like not a huge fan of this because I don't know, I just don't really like it for some reason, but it is a good option and I've used it a lot of times when I wanted to get more protein into my diet. Like just adding different seeds or nuts to each of your meals, like whatever you're doing, just add a bit of seeds, add a bit of nuts. For example, like if you're having avocado toast, you can add some seeds. If you're having, for example, a certain pasta, you can add nuts, a salad, seeds and nuts. Like you can literally add these to each and every single of your meals. So yeah, why not? And it also like will make it sort of like a lot tastier because of the crunchiness. Yeah, I prefer nuts over seeds because nuts make everything nice and crunchy and I love crunchy things. So yeah, that would be kind of my second tip. And the last thing I wrote down was, okay, this kind of is like the first thing, like the first point I mentioned with substituting foods, it's just to look for high protein options. Yeah, it's literally like the first point. But what I mean with this one is that if you're, for example, snacking, 
automatically choose a snack which is higher in protein. Like, have your options which are high in protein. That would be like my third tip. Instead of choosing whatever you see, like, I don't know. I have no idea what you choose when you have a snack, but for example, if you want, yeah, if you're snacking, for example, on a fruit, maybe instead of that fruit, you can like get some Greek yogurt with granola because that has certainly a lot more protein that a simple apple does. I'm not saying that you shouldn't eat apples and you shouldn't eat your fruits and veggies because those are very, very important too. But if you, for example, just want a snack which is high in protein, like instead of choosing something which is not and you could eat literally another time in, an, in your day, choose something which is actually like high in protein. Because I think that those like simple parts of your day, like those simple meals which you eat, those simple snacks make a difference. Like if you have, for example, three snacks a day, you could like have only five grams of protein or you can actually do 20 grams of protein in like those different snacks. Yeah, I don't know if that was explained well enough, but what I mean is like if you, for example, like are snacking three times a day, one banana, one apple, and another banana, I don't know. If you're having those three, I don't know, those are maybe maximum five grams of protein so if you if those would be your three snacks you would have five grams of protein in total but if you for example choose some greek yogurt then you have like a protein bar or some granola that will probably be at least 20 grams you know so you can choose like fruit i'm not the fruit is only an example okay like i don't want to say that you shouldn't eat your fruit as i said but it kind of kind of sounds like it but no Instead of choosing like a lower in protein snack, immediately go for the high protein option because like that makes a difference. Those small snacks, small meals you have every single day and over time will make a huge difference if you just increase those in protein. Yeah, I hope that was sort of <laughs> okay explained. But yeah, before I end this, I do want to say that our bodies cannot absorb a huge amount of protein. I know this is also like a huge controversy that some some say that, yeah, our bodies can only like get or like store, that our bodies can only store like a certain amount of protein. Others say that that is BS, but I actually don't know. Well, I do think that our bodies can only like store or like, get a certain amount of protein because it just makes sense like what is our body supposed to do when it gets like 80 grams of protein in one meal it's obviously going to be overwhelmed and i don't know so that's why i do believe that after a certain amount of protein our bodies instead of absorbing it instead of storing it just like pee it out or poop it out yeah like that's how i literally see it so that's why I also want to say that you don't have to eat like 50 grams of protein in one meal, 60 grams of protein in another, like try to just like split it up between 20 and 30 grams per meal or per snack. However you want to do it is the best way because just having those, like having a certain amount of protein in each and every single meal, like 
the end, at the end of the day, you will definitely reach your goal. Like if you have 10 grams per meal and for example, like eat six meals at the end of the day, you'll have 60 grams, which is actually a pretty good amount. Obviously, if you weigh around 60 kilos or something, you know? So yeah, that would be just what I just wanted to remind you guys that you don't have to have like a huge meal with a lot of protein because the most effective way, effective way will definitely just be to like have a certain amount of protein in each meal and just split it out throughout your day. That would be, I think, the last thing I wanted to mention about this. So that was more of the like informational part of this podcast. Now I want to get more into my thoughts about high protein foods. What I mean are all the foods which are like marketed as high protein and supposed to be healthier and better for you just because they are high in protein. I'm not talking about the foods which naturally come with a lot of protein such as like the first thing I think of is red lentil pasta. I know that it's literally just the red lentils where the protein is coming from. That is not what I mean. I mean like for example what I can think of right now are like certain like wraps or or like tortillas which are labeled as high in protein or like dressings which are labeled as high in protein different yogurts which have like extra protein or something those are the ones i'm talking about because we can literally see them everywhere and literally in each grocery store there are tons of these foods labeled as like high in protein so just that you buy it and I do have a big problem with that because most of the times the protein which is added to those products are not the best ones. Like I'm talking about like the incomplete proteins but like even worse so that our bodies cannot absorb that on 100% which just means that we're literally having that snack which is supposed to be high in protein but it ends up being not high in protein because our bodies are not able to absorb that shady protein which is coming in that food you know so that's something i really just don't like and i do think that i i just don't like it even though i do have to say that most of the times i do buy things which are labeled and marketed as high in protein for example i think last year i bought some tortillas which were supposed to be higher in protein and also like what else Yeah, and also like granola and stuff. So I used to really buy that believing that they are actually high in protein, but some of the times, or like most of the times, like they are, but our bodies are just not able to absorb that and they just end up being normal tortillas or normal granola, you know? So yeah, I guess I don't really like that. And yeah, that is actually like my point of view I think what I also hate about it is that most of the times like they are supposed to be high in protein but they also add like millions or like tons of artificial things and chemical things to the foods which they actually like do not need there are for example like certain cookies which are like high in protein but then have like a huge like list of ingredients which is just not needed you know like most of the times these quote-unquote fitness foods which 
are supposed to be packed in protein are also packed in literally BS food, BS ingredients, like just things we we don't need. And because like a lot of the population has like such little knowledge on nutrition and literally believe everything they hear, most of the times these things are actually sold very good because with the poor knowledge on nutrition and just believing everything you hear that protein is important and getting protein in is obviously important, but like not on that way. I think I think sometimes we just tend to forget which protein sources are the best ones. And most of the times, like when it comes to like the fitness industry, a lot of people are like also obsessed with getting enough protein in that they literally buy all of these foods just to get as much as much protein in as possible. And that's also just like weird and something you just stop. Like it really, ugh, I don't know, makes you feel kind of awkward. But those are just my thoughts, I guess. Like definitely let me know what you think of this topic, like DM me or something. I would really love to know that. I love seeing other points of views it makes my point of view expand so definitely let me know what you think about this and yeah but I think I also want to mention balance here because at the end of the day it comes to balance as I literally always say like eating these foods is not bad like it's not that like you're gonna die or something if you eat like a high in protein tortilla wrap I have no idea but as I said, I do sometimes eat these and I'm here, haha, <laughs> not kidding. But at the end of the day, it's balanced. Like, you shouldn't be, like, having those foods as your base of protein. Instead, like, actually go for lean protein options. But at the same time, like, if you maybe want a quick high-protein snack, that could be an option, you know? So, at the end of the day, it's balance. And also let me know what you think about this. I would love to hear your point of view and yes so yeah I think that was just all for today I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did recording this like just talking to you guys well more or less talking to myself but talking about topics which like I'm actually passionate about makes me very happy like it makes me makes me happy improves my mood and just gets me going I guess so first of all like thank you so much for making it till the end I appreciate each and every single one of you who listen to my podcast like I love you all a lot also make sure to share this with all your loved ones and leave a quick review and rating on Apple Podcasts and Spotify because as I say every single time it would really help me out and would really help to reach more people which are interested in fitness and nutrition so definitely make sure to do that and also make sure to check all my socials because I've been pretty active on there especially Instagram both are at carly underscore underscore fit so if you come from the podcast definitely like leave a quick comment on my last post and I don't know that would make me really really happy so yeah definitely like Have a wonderful rest of the week. Make this day your day. And yeah, love you so much. And thank you for listening once again. Hope you're here next week. Bye.